What's good, y'all? Welcome back to You Bugging Podcast. This is Nubia, and I'm joined by a special guest host. You probably remember him from last time. If you don't, that means you didn't listen to episode 10. Yeah, what's up? This is Rundle right here. <laughs> um, shame on you for not listening right. to that. It was a what great episode. Right. <laughs> no, playing. but as always, thanks for listening. Um, I consider this like the second season, even though we don't do seasons. But thanks for listening. Um, again, hit us up on IG. You bugging podcast. We're gonna jump right the fuck in yeah. because this episode It's got a lot of spice. There's <laughs> a lot, there's a lot to uh discuss. A lot going on. We're gonna jump right the fuck in. Yeah. Um, sis from Full House. Um, Lori Laughlin. AKA Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Of course her name is Becky. Right. Like, where do we begin? So long story short, um, this whole like um cheating ring or circuit has been busted and of course she's one of the two actresses involved so her name is the one that's getting brought up but basically in her case she paid five hundred thousand dollars for both of her daughters to get into usc Half a um one parent i don't know if it's her but they photo they got somebody to photoshop their kids playing like i can't remember if it was crew the crew like yeah Sis, rowing. Like, college that's a- is lit but it ain't that lit <laughs> it ain't that deep and crew is hard like <laughs> that's what you want to fake you want to in my mad? head i'm like what was like what like did they send the pamphlet do people even do that like do you send pamphlets of yourself playing the sport like how did that even like what are you doing <laughs> right <laughs> like what and the audacity <laughs> just fake it like that so they went hard it's like a bunch of parents involved um they got found out from what i'm i'm um reading they were looking for something else like whoever was investigating was looking for like drugs or some shit or something else uh-huh. and they ended up stumbling upon this fucking scam wow that's... and it's like they hired like proctors to like after the standardized tests were done the proctors like refilled the bubbles or um you know, filled in the right bubbles. They were getting extra time. That's some intricate. Ass a cheating. whole bunch of money getting paid to the colleges, and that's something that's been going on. Like I know, people bribe. Yeah, just do it the regular way. Just, just like give, money. give a donation. People and like she like... could have just gave the money, but sis decided to go the fuck in, and that's what's killing me because yeah. it's like. One, her daughter was on YouTube talking about I don't really like school. Like I'm just here for the party. Right. So your mother did all of that. For you to get in and you hear like you know what fuck the school shit like yeah. I'm just um so she was taken into custody and her um I want to say her her bond was set to one million dollars um now oh. she can probably get that I mean like she's married to some designer guy or whatever um and it's funny she had this tweet a while ago and it was like yeah to my husband my partner in crime and people were like well yes your actual we now partner. know this is your actual <laughs> partner in crime but. White people been doing this. Um, wealthy people been doing this. Um, I knew they were doing the whole money thing. Yeah. And I knew that legacies were a thing. I'm guessing she wasn't a legacy, but like it's plain as day on the application. I remember they asked, like, oh, like, yeah. did a parent or grandparent or something go here? Yeah. And I kind of get or that. Work. Right. Well, but know. it's like that still is kind of setting certain people up to fail because it's like, Black people didn't start going to college until when. So it's like, no, my great 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 grandmother did not go here yeah. or anywhere. But anyway, <laughs> but um I think people, especially amongst the black community, are taking this um discussion further. Yeah. 
um, because a lot of white people will say, well, you got in because of affirmative action. It's like, well, you might have got in, mediocre Millie. Because... Right. Remember remember her, though? Like, that girl Ooh, who was a like... Girl named... <laughs> no, like, that's how I <laughs> no, think I of like, her. Oh. Like, she was, like, saying that, like, um, she didn't get into her choice school because, mm-hmm. like, all the black kids got spots. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> if you were that great of a student, no one would, they would be like, fuck the quotas. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. take her. It's because you were not. And sometimes, you know, what they would tell us is sometimes it's not that you're not good enough. We literally just can't accept everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's, especially now, I feel like these kids are doing like eight different sports. They're playing the violin. They're learning ma- uh, Mandarin. Yeah. There's a bunch of competition. You're not going to get into your top school. And I think that's what a lot of white students in particular don't realize you're not going to I know it's hard to believe and sometimes it seems like this is incorrect you're not going to get everything you want you're going to get most of it because (laughs) you're white but in terms of colleges go to your second choice school you'll be all right like I said college was lit but you could have a lit experience somewhere else like that's a fact it's a hot fucking mess the, I feel like the parents were more dead set on this than the kids because again the kids are like well fuck this shit like I'm just here why why USC like the, the, not, not that no, yeah. this is good it's a good school no it is but she's going ham like it's <laughs> Yale no shade again because I went to visit USC I actually saw Little Romeo on campus I was hey. like what the fuck because yeah. he went there like what the fuck are the odds is this a setup to get me to go here Yeah, but I didn't it's a beautiful school and it's funny because at um somebody's birthday celebration mm-hmm. this weekend somebody told me they got into USC I was like oh my oh. god I'm sure all your people are so proud you probably work so hard yeah Meanwhile, uh, you know, stupid Sally is over here. I don't know, me and these um, names. Yeah, no, alliteration she's just, like, names. skating in there. Right, it's like, what the fuck? Um, again, it's not that deep. They're going really hard. Again, USC is great, but to do all that, I feel like she just wanted to do all that for shits and giggles because you could have just gave them the $500,000. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, we'll figure something the out. The Photoshop, like, it's like, you know what? <laughs> Why? You know what, girl? You are team too much. Was it even a good Photoshop? <laughs> like, did they hire I would love somebody? to see that shit. Because it's like, first of all, where are, you, where are you sending this? They don't ask for a pamphlet <laughs> unless it's changed. Uh, was or it to they? be on Instagram or something? I think that's what uh, it was. Maybe to make it look like I'm on crew. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so did you hire somebody? Like, what did their invoice look like? That's what I right, want to know. Right, like, right. <laughs> like, how did this... But they have a snippet of the convo that I was reading or something, and like it was real. It was like she really went above and beyond. But this was like a whole. I think th- like there was dozens of people involved in this, and it's like a a bunch of different schools. I think one of them was Yale. We should make more sense. No shade. Every school is great, but it's like. I nah. I don't like this. I'm I'm tight because it's like so. I had to be on student government, National Honor Society. Right. You got to juggle things. and. Like, Ride a tricycle, yeah. record it while you're on fire. <laughs> right. Speaking um speaking ancient Greek. <laughs> right. This is like all A P classes. Word. I forgot about those. Like, come on. Come it's on. So much. And it's like <laughs> again, if you just have like you don't need to do all that. And it's like, I guess when you're in high school, it seems like your college choice is like the decision of a lifetime. Literally, I don't even think about where I went to college at this point. It's like, all right, uh, it's a new, it's a new section of life. Like, who gives a fuck? And people usually don't ask, mm-hmm. unless like we think we might know the same people. But it's not as deep as Photoshop in a picture. It's not. It but shouldn't yeah. be. 
It says, more than four dozen people have been charged in a nationwide scam, which is alleged to have placed students in top-tier schools like Yale, Georgetown, Stanford, um, USC, UCLA, and University of Texas. It's been dubbed Operation Varsity Blues. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hot-ass fucking man. Um, The whole college scene in general, it's like you definitely just have to know how to play a certain game. Mm-hmm. And you'll get in somewhere. It's like, right. you got to have extracurriculars. you got to mm-hmm. have okay grades, SAT, ACT. And then you have to find a school that you fit in. Because yeah. a lot of schools right. are worried about the fit. Right. Because what if this got in there and she's like, fuck USC. I didn't want all this. Yeah. What are you going to tell your mother who just photoshopped you into a crew pick? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go to school. I don't know how much school I'm going to be doing. Right. Party she basically said that on the YouTube <laughs> channel. It's like, sis, uh, you know they cheated Hold for it down. you. Hold it down. Like, act like you want to be here. <laughs> but that's what the mother gets. Because, yeah. like, and it, I could kind of understand if this daughter was like, I really fucking want to go to USC. Mm-hmm. This is a place to be. I visited. I'm all about the academic shit. No. Sis literally could not give a fuck. And your mother is over here literally breaking the law. <laughs> That's wild. Nigerian parents wouldn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they'd be like, right, they'd right, be like right. oh, no, you have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, was... You're about to go USC, grad school USC, doctorate USC. Um, it's a mess. And then, of course, somebody was like, they better give her um 16 um, counts like Jesse. <sighs> Did you see that video of Jesse walking into, he had some type of hearing, and he was walking in like Annalise Keating. <laughs> He is really like no, I know I he's an actor, but the drama with this all is fucking killing me. Wow, I need to see that. I need to post this on the IG page because it's a mess. Um, how to get away with a? But it's how, like what is it? A, and you know with? what? I've been saying this because I did go to school with a lot of high school, with a lot of white people who were legacies, and sometimes still didn't get in because it's like mediocrity will take you far if you're white, but sometimes it won't. You yeah. know, especially if there are more talented people out there, which they usually are. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned. Don't be mediocre and unpassionate. Yeah. Like, Unless you have a really passionate parent. Like, sis, <laughs> then it'll work. But most parents are like, all right, I'm going I'm to bribe them with money. Besides that, you on your own. Like, yeah. nobody's doing that whole Photoshop slash proctoring, giving you a fake proctor. But most of my experience with white um um, management or advisors or teachers or bosses or classmates has led me to believe a lot of them aren't contrary to what the world will try to tell you they're not naturally smarter or motivated no, in no, fact no. a lot of the times it's the opposite um and from a young age i'm just like why are these people why are you owning this business you don't you're running the business to the fucking ground what the fuck is this you make dumb decisions every day but it's like if you have the money to buy the business, you got the business, you know? That's the truth. Or if you, um, the repercussions are going to like slide off of you. It's oh, just gonna, of course. Like. You come out to be a fraud, it's fine. Your lawyer, get a good, pay for a good lawyer, you'll be good. Or even if like, or let's look at uh, the president of the United States of America. Yeah. You could have like mad failed businesses. Which is like, it's just like. I, sexual assault um, counts. You know, have no political uh, <laughs> at all. Whatsoever. And someone said it perfectly. White people fail up. And that's so <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, like what? <laughs> like, the dumbest people I know are somehow own a business. Like, are professors, tenured professors. Are like, 
No. No. I don't know. <laughs> like, you gotta... Ha- There's a certain level of common sense and um, work ethic, sort of, that I think if you're if you're used to getting what you want easily, you don't have. And yeah. I feel like in order to be a leader of businesses, of schools, of like a storefront. You got to be tenacious. Even. Right. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. that comes a lot of times with having to work for self. Yeah. Not saying you have to come from the bottom of the bottom to be a good leader. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like if you were used to having people put in work for you to get where you got to go, it's like that can prove to be detrimental in the end. Yeah, I don't... I want to see how this plays out. She needs to be locked the fuck up. The kid, see, this is where I'm conflicted about. The kid ain't want to go, right? Right, and I don't think the kid should be, like, punished. I do think she should be kicked out of (laughs) USC. How you go on YouTube and be like, I don't want to be here. I'm here for game day. Mm-hmm. Girl, go to the club or just go to a game. Like, you don't have to go to USC to go to a game, right? right. Like, I would kick her out. Yeah. Um, And she'll be okay. That's the thing. She'll be okay. Right. She doesn't have to be there. Simple as that. That's another conversation, though, having your parents force their um goals on you, mm. especially in terms of education, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> speaking of parents, like, forcing things on people mm. or it's very interesting I, I don't know i've been watching i watched that the r kelly yes. and um was it gail king interview yes 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 and then i watched an interview afterwards with two women who were apparently with r kelly since they were 17 yeah and they were saying that their parents knew what they were doing trying mm-hmm. to blackmail yeah, that's, uh, I was going to say, speaking of people that need to be locked up. Right. Um, and it, it's so, it was a it was a wild thing to watch. Uh, yep. Maybe we should talk about the interview first. <laughs> yep. Let's talk about the interview first. <laughs> I was, I was, I was furious. And I was like, I couldn't even watch all of it. I had to like, yeah, listen. Cause I don't I, think I watched all of it, yeah. At cer- a certain point, I was just like, are you acting? Like, this is yeah, a game to you? Like, yes. <laughs> That's how it felt. It was like a Tyler Perry, some of it, when he got it from the seat. Mm. And it's like, I gave y'all 30 years. And we didn't ask you nothing. to. Yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't you ask you to do that. What does that have money. to do you with like anything? To, you like to sing, right? Right. We didn't. What does that have to do with this? Right. And I think what he told the girls to say, because they said it, Asriel and Joycelyn, the two, the 21 yeah. and the 23-year-old. Yeah. And what he said also was, um, what I was going to say. um right they were like you keep on bringing up his what he did in the past we're talking about now so you're saying that there was shit that was going down in the past like and then ex-wife talking about him being abusive right like and he told gail he's like i beat those charges up okay sir so what else you beat up but it's like, okay, so you does he think in his mind that when you beat a, a charge, that means you were innocent? Because that's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. I mean, well, right? I mean... Again, I hate to bring up OJ again, but... Yeah, right. Come it's on. Like, like, we know. You could beat... You could If you got good lawyers or a jury that isn't acting to its fullest ability or a jury that's biased, you can easily beat a fucking charge. Well, I don't mean you didn't do it. Right. I mean, you're not in jail. You don't... Right, but... And the way he said it, it's like, you never, he never said, well, 
it doesn't. It didn't feel like he actually d- said like I did not do these. Yeah, things. he was going. He was circumnavigating. Um, he was circumventing it. Yeah, and it was just so wild. It's like, are you gaslighting the reporter? Are you gaslighting? He's trying us? to, like, but what's... he's not. That doesn't work on normal people at home. We are not your twenty-one and twenty-three-year-old girls. Word. Like at one point, <laughs> Gail's like. Okay, so what do you need? He's like, I need help. And I think Gail thinks he was about to say, I need like mental help. Yeah, that but, would... So she was like, what do you need help with? Like, she's like, yeah. okay, this is a breakthrough. He said, I need help to not have such a big heart. I'm like, nigga, uh... get the f- <laughs> If I was Gail, I would have threw my microphone at his fucking head and ordered my Uber and got the fuck up out of it. Are you fucking, do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm dumb? Big heart. And she's like, I think you're trying to be the victim. One, that doesn't have shit to do with shit. You having a big heart. We're talking about you sexually assaulting um, bitches. Um, so you and your big heart, what does it have to do? So he was trying to... Um, it's like if you're trying to get away with a robbery, so you tell somebody to go go fight outside so I could, I could run to the back and rob. Like trying to cause a distraction. We are not um, imbeciles. And we're Most not enamored by you. Right. Like we, wanna see, we actually want to see you go to fuck the jail. So all this hoopla you're throwing is actually making it worse. Yeah. He's like, this ain't me. It's this like, ain't me. Are you sure? It's like, we know you, you married like, a child. Right. We saw this documentary that mm. would looked very convinced. It looked like you did some shit. He did. You made a lot of songs that we now think are about underage women. Yeah. It's, as we know, <laughs> like, when the first scandal started, mm-hmm. ever since that, I have not purposely yeah. listened to uh, when any of his music. Me neither. And it was just so, like, I lived a really good life. That's like, what I'm saying. And then I'm like, like, what the hell? He's like, like, I gave you 30 years. There's maybe three, four songs I would personally like. Oh. So your 30 years, one, doesn't mean anything to me. Two, if those 30 years and those hits were talking about young girls, bro, throw it all out. Yeah. Um. So after that... Um, aired, he was taken to court for child support, like 160000 Yeah, and then people were paying for that? A black they... lady yeah. paid mm-hmm. for him to get out, and she was like, I don't know what's going on in the press, but this isn't the Robert that I know. Why are you paying somebody else's child support? That's one. No he matter what money, no matter though. what he did, yeah. what, even if he was just he was just a random nigga who didn't abuse girls but old child support. I'm not paying nobody's fucking child support. Right. You got a 30-year career, Mr. Step in the Name of Love. Pay your own fucking child support. <laughs> right. Are you fucking kidding me? On the other side, though, if I was owed child support, I'd be like, nigga, get your fans to pay your child support. So I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, I need money. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's like, what? You paying a nigga? To... Get the... F- no. And... So now he's asking to get his child support payments lowered. Lawyer is arguing that since he's kind of been like blacklisted, he can't perform, he can't get his money. I don't think that's true. I mean, I'm not I know you got $160,000 tied up somewhere. I'm sure. Work it out. In his mattress. Maybe. (laughs) He seemed like the type to have some shit in his mattress. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of working it the fuck out. I mean, there's a lot of like details that are coming up. Like, about the case that I don't want to get into. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you feel a, a, 
there's one thing like when yeah. the girls were saying that their parents were do you think that's true that see i think some of that is true um and this is another point i want to hit on i think a lot of adults still don't realize that two things can be true at the same time like this yeah. isn't necessarily a one of these sides are lying yes yeah, like you okay. like they could be telling a little bit of truth okay but they so also, you let right. you let your daughter go r kelly right but she was brainwashed by him and right. he was taking advantage of her like and like we got to understand that being coerced and into a situation or manipulated mm-hmm. into a situation yeah. it's not a consentful situation because you're not right. in your right mind you're mm-hmm. you're doing things to make sure that you're you stay safe like right, that's right right it's not right they're not like oh and it's so weird to hear them they were like we're both in love with him and it's like first this dude is like making you're making black men look bad you're oh, making Lord. people in polyamorous I relationships know. look bad and i think you're they making- knew that he told them to to talk to so at one point Azria was like yeah we're both with him a lot of people have multiple and it's like we know that yeah, we yeah, know that, that a lot of normal people do what you're not about to do is make it seem like you were in one of those normal polyamorous relationships sis. Right. don't try to manipulate mm. don't try don't try me don't and it's like i again back to the point of two sides can be true or partially true did the parents probably want some money on our kelly probably it's like if you got my daughter and i can't get it back you might as well you might as well pay me so i believe that i also believe r kelly is manipulating these girls and i believe he has assaulted young women in the past so it's like they both could be telling a little bit of the truth it doesn't have to be all or nothing i don't think it is in this case what I know is that that nigga needs to get locked up um, for a while. I do think he also needs um, healing, obviously. The first step is to get him the fuck out of oh, the street. He needs to be away from people. And then those girls definitely will need some deep, deep therapy. Like, I, I don't know. You, yeah. And you know what's interesting? Not even interesting. It's What's alarming is mm-hmm. no one called him out. Did no one... Like, did he not have people? You mean like his um, like around him? Yeah. Well, cause... some people from the documentary, he had people that were also benefiting. Like, probably were also sleeping with the girls, uh-huh. um, or also probably were on his payroll. So they're like, "Fuck it." Um, but I think some people were starting to to speak out against him. I don't know. But but I mean, they definitely didn't have any love for him yeah. as a person. Like, you gotta call. Or that maybe out. they were equally as fucking um abusive. Maybe they held the same beliefs. Like I feel like a lot of them probably saw nothing wrong with that bump and grind. I think too. God. Or most of them were probably into the same shit. Sad to say. Like I don't know. He probably got them to feel like it was normal. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, whatever. You know, I don't know. Right. Because in the interview, he's he was trying to make. He's like, yeah, like I I like a person for a person. Like it hap- I don't look at age. I just, as long as they're legal, I don't care. First of all, we know you were fucking people before they were legal. That's yeah. one. Two, shut the fuck up. Don't try to be, I just look at the, I don't, I don't care about it. You should care about age. Right. Like, it's like, even right now, he's like 50, whatever, and the youngest is 21. Even though like, that's legal, that's uh, still, like, why would you, as a 50 something year old, want to, why would you want to? What is he getting out of that? Sex, um, a, a weak mind, unfortunately, um, somebody who's riding or dying. He and I also think he's worked for years to probably break these girls down. Cause the way they were in the interview, it was like 
nobody was going to talk bad about R. Kelly. Yeah. That's disgusting. On a more positive note. <laughs> I mean, you got to get this out of your system. I hope you yeah. hit the gym or something. No, I got to yeah. sweat it out. No, yeah, I'm me and Reynolds were days. talking about um, we're in Starbucks. We were coming back from a BDSM panel, but we'll get to that later. But we were talking about freedom and what it means for us in liberation. Ironically, because the first two people we talked about, we want them to be locked the fuck up. But um, for us personally, we were wondering, like, you know, what... Um, Liberation is important for us, personal liberation. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about what makes us feel free or what um keeps us from going crazy after hearing all this crazy news. Um and it's fitness. Yeah. One of the many things. Yeah. Um so talk about your uh, your fitness journey fitness routine yeah you know it feels so corny because it's like oh i got this fitness journey gains bro like you know i'm bulking gains you know all the stuff but um i've really um started to get into like fitness a lot more now Mm. and mixed martial arts that's been really really good for me Mm -hmm. i mean when i was younger like maybe in high school i did weightlifting Weightlifting mm-hmm. was my thing. Yeah. I like that. I would just hang out, yeah. do some bench presses, yeah. squats, okay. you know, dumbbell curls. It was Hashtag cool. Gains. You okay. know, always. <laughs> um, but I wasn't super athletic, but yeah. I had I had muscle. Mm-hmm. But maybe like two or three, yeah, like two years ago or three years ago, I was like, yo, I want to get into mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a martial artist. Yeah. I wanted to try some martial arts when I was young, but I was... I was too scared. I didn't know what to do. And I started getting more into the UFC, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Fighting Championship. Mm-hmm. And rabbit hole. Just, you know, watching yep. YouTube videos and reading <laughs> articles, you know, like how you get with Reddit. Yes. You know, it's just like down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, what are the best martial arts styles? What do I really <laughs> want to learn? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I love boxing. Mm-hmm. Boxing is always great. You need your hands got to be on point. Okay, okay. Right? And then I was like, but I was like kickboxing. I remember watching mm. Ong Bak when I was okay. young. And I was like, yeah, I want to do Muay Thai. And then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu wasn't something I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. But as I started researching the history of the UFC and mm-hmm. how it started as like um, a, a promotion to see if people could beat the Gracies, the Gracie family okay. with their style of martial arts. There was like a bunch of different martial artists like doing like this crazy like battle royale and Ooh. it's like to show how superior sort of jiu-jitsu uh-huh. was cool. to all of that. And I just started getting into Brazilian jiu-jitsu and so I started training mm-hmm. um, at Crunch. Shout Interesting. Yeah, they had like a trainer who did Muay Thai and mm. a trainer who was a martial artist mm-hmm. who trained at... um. Uh, Brooklyn MMA in, mm-hmm. in Flatbush mm-hmm. and I would just like do boxing and Muay Thai with them Aww. but then I started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu no gi which is like uh, mm-hmm. the gi is like the kimono it's like the mm-hmm. traditional like outfit but no gi is like you're wearing like like a rash guard and okay. shorts and spats and that type of stuff okay. it's like submission grappling um, I started training at C1 MMA mm-hmm. downtown Brooklyn that was mm-hmm. good if you're looking for a good place it's good it's affordable. They got wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, okay, Brazilian okay. Jiu-Jitsu. Look, you work for that. them? Me nah, but you no, know, but they, they were legit. And okay, like, it was a so really good place. what about this? Mm-hmm. Tying it to freedom. Freedom. What? Yeah. Woo! Oh, oh. First of all, mm-hmm. the way I feel when I yeah. work out, mm-hmm. it is a liberating feeling. Mm-hmm. The, the, the endorphins, like, yeah. 
flowing through you. And the fact that I do martial arts, I'm like, oh, I got hands. I like, can beat a nigga's ass. I can beat a like, nigga's <laughs> ass. Like, don't try me. And um, <laughs> for me, I re- really wanted to do jujitsu because I had experiences when I was younger mm-hmm. of like people bigger than me mm-hmm. grabbing me Aww. and not knowing what you to do. You said never again. Never again. <laughs> never again. Like I'm going to I'm going to wrist lock you or I'm I'll dead. choke you something. Like it's not <laughs> happening to me. Um, so like, it was interesting because I felt like there was also trauma around that mm-hmm. and I thought like my first Brazilian jiu-jitsu class I would be too traumatized to a- enjoy it. Yeah. But no. But no. <laughs> like, you know, you get over it. And when you understand, yeah. like, most situations you can get out of with leverage and technique. Mm-hmm. And, of course, strength. You need strength. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Strategy. Yeah, yeah and strategy. Like, okay, you can get okay. out of situations. So that makes me feel awesome. Yeah. And knowing that, like, in the most vulnerable position, like, on my back, if someone, like, jumps on me or whatever, like, I can defend myself. Right. It's not the end of the it's world. It's not the end. You could actually get choked out like 15,000 okay. ways. All right, like. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's been great. I actually started a that's new lit. gym next week, a, a new academy in the Bronx. Ooh, so I'm excited shout about out to that. The BX. Yeah, it's Gracie Academy. Don't worry. Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so, sounds so sweet, sounds so but sweet. it's, not, it's Aww, savage. Gracie. <laughs> what you doing there? Like, Martial arts. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, they got like Fair karate, enough. all of that. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, also just the way when you do combat. Yeah. When you, f- like you're hitting a mitt or you're hitting pads yeah. or you're hitting <laughs> another person's, it's like, you're getting that aggression out. Yeah. I but, definitely... Have not gone that route yet. Look, I'd love you to should. take some box. I've took a boxing lesson once, but most of my um, fitness is weights. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have stamina in terms of like treadmill. Nope. Elliptical kind of. If I do any cardio it in the gym, uh-huh. it's um, the Stairmaster. Stairmaster That's as far good. as I go with cardio. Usually I'm a leg press machine. Um, Got to. Get the legs right. Adductor, abductor. Mostly lower body. Yeah, you gotta do that. <laughs> you know how it is. You gotta get on your deadlifts too. I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, fitness, I guess, sort of like you. I've always been active, not necessarily athletic though. So, like in high school, I did track, but I, I sprinted because you know black people sprint. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, so what the fuck we do. Cars country, you on your own. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> so I did that, but like. I always prefer just, like, working out on my own. Like, I'm not really into group sports. Um, I'm not really into sports, me doing it in general, again, but active. Like, I walk a lot, and I always made sure to get in the gym. In terms of freedom, I just like seeing what I can get my body to do. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's so like, beautiful. ooh, I could lift up this big-ass thing. What else can I do? Right, exactly. And I leave the gym like, <laughs> I can do anything I want to do. Yeah. Um, Pushing those limits, right? Right. Pushing those it's boundaries. Like, yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, the burn. And I also like the feeling of the soreness after, which also will connect to our later convo in a few minutes. But anyway, um, also I think just because I'm interested in kind of like the body in general and anatomy and like your body puts in a lot of work for you. Like even when we think we're not doing shit, your body is really going the fuck in to keep you alive and working. And I've just become so much more appreciative and I want to be in my best condition ever. So I am one of those corny, like, I want to keep myself in shape and I want my heart to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And I know I like 
with fitness, you can really see what dedication and discipline can do. Because I did not have self-control like a few years. I would just eat whatever. I would just do whatever because I had a fast metabolism. But now I'm like, it feels so good to stick to your goals and discipline yourself and see a good result. You're like, yes, bitch. (laughs) You fucking did that shit. Uh (laughs) Like to see gains. And like, I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm not even like, IG level of fit, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, but I, I do know. my little whatever, whatever, and I've been consistent. I'm like, bitch, your butt looks good. I mean, it it didn't look bad before, but it's like, yeah. wow, you can actually change your body by you doing can. something consistent. Like, that's mind blowing. Even though it's simple, simple concept, but it's like to actually stick to it is like something else. Um, so fitness is lit. Um, so into the larger conversation of fitness. It's funny that you were, you were saying that, um, uh, you know, that pushing the body to mm-hmm. the limit. Because there was a quote. So I went to a, a workshop Let's today. Let's get into it, shall we? Um, at Pleasure Chest, which yeah. is a sex toy shop. Great name, by the way. Yeah, and <laughs> they were they talked about sen- sensation mm-hmm. um, and how to create sensual play in um, with the you know just just your senses in yeah. general. And there was a quote that someone said that, um, like, kink is the resilient edge of resistance. It's pushing against what makes you uncomfortable and pushing yeah. past that. Yeah. And, you know, you can feel the spiciness. Yeah. And that's definitely, like, because at the panel we went to last week, I think we talked a little bit about how a lot of people of color think that kink or kinky shit is for white people mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of people uncomfortable it's like when you see people jumping off cliffs and hang it's like oh that's white people shit you know <laughs> like, whatever whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah right <laughs> but it's like so i like that quote because it is pushing past what's uncomfortable but sometimes on the other side of uncomfort is pleasure oh hell yeah <laughs> so we should we should start by defining yes. bdsm i had to go i mean because it's like of course, I'm like, of course I know what the fuck it, it stands for. Bondage. And I'm like, discipline. And I'm uh-huh. like, so I had to look at the actual. Yeah. And so what I got is, okay, so BD, mm-hmm. bondage and discipline. But then um, also dominance mm-hmm. and submission. Yes. And also sadism and masochism. That's right. Right. <laughs> um, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, your I journey? Yeah, I want to go through Yes. I actually want to go through the just the acronyms. Yes, yes, just yes. So that's like, um, so dominance, or sorry, bondage. Look, why you want to skip? To, look. I know, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Typical. Ooh. Oh, that's just, it's just it was an It's me. not DBSM. <laughs> yeah, it's like capital D. You dyslexic? Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Um, Shout out to all my dys- <laughs> With bondage, I feel like a lot of people actually are into it and they they Mm -hmm. don't want to admit it. Like, if you ever had your hands tied or had someone hold your hands above your head while you were having sex. Amen. Flashbacks, look. (laughs) That's bondage. Yeah. Discipline is just like someone having this interesting mutual power exchange where like you're going to listen to somebody and Mm -hmm. something's going to happen to you or you're going to follow certain rules. Like Mm -hmm. everyone has discipline in their lives and like you can take it to this sensual level where Mm -hmm. being disciplined as a a verb or being disciplined as as an adjective Adjective. is Mm -hmm. sexy and is sensual. Um, Sadism 
Oh, sorry. So, sorry. Let's go. Submiss- submission. Nigga, can you go on? Let me see. I know. <laughs> it's okay. I'll go skip the things I like. Um, uh, uh, submission was the other side of the power exchange. And a lot mm-hmm. of people uh, have misconception. They think that um, the dominant dictates whatever, but there's an actual yeah. conversation that has mm-hmm. to happen with the do- um, the dominant and the submissive. Yeah. And a good point is that there's all, always a conversation before, before. consent. Not like you're not just jumping in, pulling out a whip. Surprise! Oh. It's not like that. No, 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 no. Um, sadism. Those yes. are people who kind of get off on yes, yes. the bondage, the impact play, which is like the spanking, the pain. Mm. People who enjoy seeing that or like yes. seeing someone <laughs> writhe, like those are the sadists. Yeah. And it's the masochists. named after a guy, some French guy, like Duke Dussaud or something. He was into some interesting shit. I got to fact check, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. <laughs> and then the masochism, those uh-huh. are the people who enjoy to have things happen to them. <laughs> And they want that. They yeah. get off on that. It, yeah. Something for everybody. <laughs> great. <laughs> so don't, I feel like when you start to understand like what yeah. the terms are, like, like people okay, doing way. it. Like, right. And that's a good point. Because it's like, I think when people hear, just the term itself, BDSM, people are like, oh, you you punching niggas in the, in the kidneys. And, and it's like, we all have, usually if you think you're vanilla, you probably are not as vanilla as you are you biting people even oh, biting, biting and scratching biting. and that's pretty typical from look for that's me that's pain that's right pain, yeah. but it's like i i think a lot of people in their daily sex do have some um like components of bdsm but i think our initial thought is to just go to the extreme you're just beating people and blindfolds and, and it could be something as simple as like being if you're a woman being on top of your guy or like um blindfolding blindfolding yeah. the bondage shit see that's probably the one I would not. When mm. I I got um my hands tied behind my back once, and I started to panic. Yeah. If I can't move my whole body at will, if I wanted to, I start to panic. So yeah. that's just one thing I wouldn't do. Understood. Um, what I would do, and Reynolds brought like some stuff he bought, laid out on the table. I would definitely like to get flogged. Mm-hmm. Like as far as my ass, like. Probably because most people, a lot of fat is there, so I feel like I can take more um, impact there than I can, obviously, in other places. I would love to experience some flogging. Mm-hmm. I like spanking. Yeah. Um, dominance. I honestly would like to try both. Like I would, I could see myself <sighs> being dominant, but I also. I believe a switch it's called. Yeah, I was going to tell you. Okay. There's a word for that. You're I did a, a little switch. research, but I also <laughs> would like to be like disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So you, we could, yeah, this might get a little too spicy. No, go so, ahead. Look, but what we does hear, that mean to you? What does which being one? The disciplined domin- means to you? Like, I like, okay, so in like my regular life, I hate, if anyone tells me what to do, it's like, you on my shit list, nigga, get on my face, yeah. right? Even at work, it's I don't fucking like it. For some reason, <laughs> don't give me that face. For some reason, like during sex or even foreplay, not even actually penetration. I learned today that yes. foreplay is part is considered sex. Amen. It is sex. So during like my intimate times with my partner, I like I like being told what to do. Well, I always say, okay, no. But sometimes I like that whole no. Like, I'm not, like, I like the, 
the brattiness. Yes, I like that. I also like. <laughs> Like, I like being told what to do. I like being treated like both a princess, but also like mm-hmm. a bad little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to, ooh, worship. That's another thing I've been looking into, naturally. Uh, <laughs> That's um, funny. I, I would love to experience that where yeah. guys just like all about me and my pleasure. I've seen, I've seen, okay, so worship is something that I do, that I like, that yeah. I enjoy. Because I, I feel like people don't understand, like a lot of people have misconceptions of what it is to be a dom. Mm-hmm. I also, for a while, didn't want to consider myself a dominant. But okay. this is what I am. I Okay, I've, you better step into your light. Yeah, and I've truth. flogged people and bought, mm-hmm. like tied people up at parties before. Yeah. And I really get off in it, but I also enjoy worshiping. But Amen. I've seen at a party mm-hmm. this guy just worship these women that. like and but his worship was also tied to his like foot fetish. Okay. So he would like take their boots off, okay. wash their feet, rub their feet. Not getting his Jesus and, on. And, and yeah, right. <laughs> and suck on their toes. I mean, obviously they they came in with him. They so they knew, knew what it was. He wasn't they, just he's just some randos like, on his knees walking around like <laughs> yeah, like no, no one does that. Like they come, they come with their people, yeah, and it's about consent. You don't just right. Yeah, I would love that. Like, there's a lot of BDSM. I would love. Mm-hmm. I think with myself and a lot of people that maybe don't know much about it, the questions are like, how do you even get into this? Like, what? You talk how to do your you partner. find other people? No, but oh. if you're single. <laughs> Oh. Like, you know, it's like, I mean, luckily, I know you and other people who know more. So I could be like, okay, how do I, like, what do I do? Like, pop up, like, at an event? or So I think, mm-hmm. one, I don't think there's enough, like, public out-in-your-face info about it. But I think by nature, mm-hmm. it's been historically kind of like a behind the the curtains type of thing and rightfully know? so people don't want to be judged and they of don't want to yeah. um like i'm stepping into it now because i'm just like yeah Yo, i would say instagram like and journal i'm seeing a lot more yeah openness about it um so that does though leave a lot of questions for people who want to get into it so i guess you just kind of gotta you be ask, a self-starter <laughs> you gotta be a self-starter and you gotta kind of be more open about it yeah. i mean there are places i could direct you to places to go but yeah I feel like I don't want. Also, don't want to make it hot, and you don't want to make it too easy. Okay. <laughs> no, because uh, no, no, because like some like <laughs> I'm amazing people. No, I'm just practicing discretion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, uh, no, but if you're interested and you want to like, right. Find so if events, people are listening, if you had to give them tips, not giving a whole manual, but if you had to give people tips, they're like Reynolds. I really want to learn more. What are some things I could do? First of all, you know, you could send me an email and I, oh, you know, okay. and I could like yeah. coach you. Okay, what's your email, boo? Oh, well, you know, I'll give it to you later. You could put it in, in the. Look, thing. look. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, but also, there's a site called Fet Life, mm-hmm. which is a short for Fetish Life. Yeah. And there, um, you can find local events in mm-hmm. your area. And a lot of events are like pretty cheap. Like yeah. you can go to workshops mm-hmm. um, and you can learn more about the lifestyle. You could go to things where people are not doing any type of BDSM. They're just yeah. talking about it it's called mm-hmm. munches where people just gather to eat and drink yeah. and they talk. Which like I've been to like, it's so good. I've been to like picnics with like. Um, yeah. He talks about them all the time. I want to go. <laughs> it's like it was a POC um, uh, polyamorous uh-huh. people picnic. People of color polyamorous. 
and we just hung out in yeah. um, Harlem, just like yeah. by the water, just eating food and like sitting on the grass. So it's like that's lit. <laughs> like you do stuff like that, and you like right. start to build a community, and mm-hmm. you know, start to get to know people because. Which is cool, especially if you're going to be playing with these people. You right. Know? People like... don't want to just play with some random strangers. Right. Which is what the automatic assumption is. Some people, right. that's what they some want. Some people might. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. But, like, the majority of the community, they are really Regular into, people, like, getting just... to know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Not, like, you know, some, like. Some may be weird, but I, yeah, mean, I mean, everybody's weird. I think the misconception yeah. is that if you do, if you're into BDSM, you are some like gothic, <laughs> like witchy, like let me dress Could in all black too. and just beat people up all day. <laughs> and again, some are. Yeah, like to each their own. But you know, it's not as um. I don't think it's as off limits. I would encourage people to explore more, but I think the sexuality in general, I would want people to explore more if you're comfortable. If that's what you want to do, then yeah. you know. Go to sex shops and ask yeah. people. Go just walk into I would suggest pleasure chest because mm-hmm. their employees are very knowledgeable. Mm. And there's one uh, in the lower east side, which mm-hmm. is like the original store, which has been there since the nineteen seventies. They have multiple stores. Yeah, and that's there's cool. one uptown. And they have workshops every Wednesday from eight to ten. That's cool. Just go and it's free. You, yeah, and you, you get don't a fifteen percent discount. You don't gotta get beat. You just go and get info. Yeah, like no one's doing anything. You're just like, hey, I wanna <laughs> learn to touch I myself. I think people imagine you know. walk <laughs> in and somebody's like, Whoosh. yeah, and it's, it's like, like it's not. There's a lot. What I've learned is that there's a lot to learn before you actually get up in it. Yeah. Um. Before you go to a party, and you want to be safe, like you don't just want to walk up in there and be like, I'm ready to. Right. You know, there is technique. There is speaking of safety. Yeah. There are some um acronyms that the uh, people in the community use. One of them is mm-hmm. um RAC, which is um risk aware consensual kink. Oh. Because it used to be safe, sane and consensual, but because of the stigma around mental illness. Mm-hmm. Sane like they, is like Yeah, it's it's a little touchy. So yep. <laughs> we want to just make sure that people are aware that if you're doing something that's more on the dangerous side, yeah, such as blood play, which yes, is yeah. or electricity, or yeah, like which you I learned about last week. I was like, oh yeah, lit lit, like, yeah, <laughs> like you understand yeah, yeah, it. <laughs> you understand the risks. Of you're course. aware of them, and this is consensual. So you're not like, I didn't know he would electrify me, and I would. It's like, yeah, you got it. And I think a lot of lessons and principles in BDSM could and should be applied in a lot of different areas in life you open know? communication consent right? knowing what's happening before yes. it does right having a scene. clear boundaries <sighs> expectations hello speaking of which i got, <laughs> got this card right here and it's like mm, a sample good. um it's like a it lists a bunch of different things that you can do uh-huh. and there are three columns it says yes maybe or no mm-hmm. and like you can write what you're can into yeah take a look get oh. kinky Animal, ro- ooh, role play I also like. But I'm also very, like, really dramatic, so I like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> role play, ball stretching. I wouldn't mind stretching somebody's balls. Biting, yes. Blood play, no. Bondage, no. Bruising, hickeys. Yeah. CBT, what is that? I don't know. We'll look that up. Yeah. CBT. Chastity device, mm, choking, yes, God. <laughs> consensual humiliation, no. Consensual non-consent, no. Cross-dressing, cuckold, that I've heard about recently. Dom sub, yeah, electroplay, 
enemas. I do want enema, but not for sexual reasons. Um, <laughs> knife play, no. Family role play, fire play, foot worship, fourth or gags, ginger play, high temperature candle sounds lit as fuck. I actually have some candles right here. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to give y'all the rundown of what we got here. So, um, punching. Okay. Oh, people are into Look, a lot of stuff. I might be into punching. But again, you have to know what you're getting into beforehand. You knew what it was when you signed up. You create so my a scene. 2019. Yeah. <laughs> and like you have something just like a safe word. Yeah. Um. Typically, also important at parties. That's not no. Right. <laughs> or that's not, not no because, because that scene, could be part of the. <laughs> yeah, <you're seeing laughs> Look, I do my research. Okay. <laughs> right. You could. You want that could be part of the fantasy. Right. No, no, Daddy, please. And he, and he's like, keep on going. And you're <laughs> like, like, no, no, I'm, yeah. no, stop pinching my nipples. <laughs> it's like, and it's like that's part of the scene. And he's like, oh, I thought you, I thought you wanted. Right. So Sorry. the the go to is like um green yellow red okay you know okay makes sense and um you always check in like oh before you do something you announce it like oh i'm gonna squeeze your nipples so hard you know like or i'm gonna do this so like they have a chance to say green or you know etc if you're really concerned if all communication work like this the world would be a much better place but no niggas don't want to communicate openly and (sighs) what else niggas don't like to do aftercare Aftercare, and it's not just for kinky sex. So, and yeah. when we say aftercare, it's like, what does the person that you're engaging in this with mm-hmm. need afterwards? Or right. What do you need? Right. Like, this is not just a solo act. Like, mm-hmm. and try to have it there before you even get there. Do they need water? Is is it a, a snack? That's what a I mean. snack. Is yeah, it an interesting scene rub. where you're yes. burning like energy and like they're being? Do you spanked? need carbs, sis? Like, do you, do you need to just lay in the <laughs> fetal position? Like, you need to be held. You, yes, exactly. And like, you need to know that. Like, yeah. and that's very important. It's like yeah. all of that builds intimacy. Imagine like sitting there, you just naked with your partner or whatever, and yeah. like you're going through what you'd want to do with a scene. You act the scene out. Mm-hmm. You have everything ready. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Like foreplay lasts Ooh, for an make hour. Make it real for me. Like, you dressing it up and making it real. <laughs> like, you know, you do this elaborate scene and then you have the Tired most... Tired as fuck after. Right, and the most excellent aftercare, whatever yeah, that is. Maybe y'all are watching... Cake cheesecake and watching comedy yes. videos like yeah. whatever or it could be the person just leaving right like, aftercare could be as <laughs> that's like some people are probably just like you know what i would after we done i hope you don't mind but i really would just want you to get dressed yeah. and go and i'll beat it right so as long as and i think literally every episode i find myself saying this as long as you and the other person are on the same page Go ahead, yeah. like you know, but the key is to communicate openly in the beginning, so there's no surprises, no one feels um coerced or manipulated, yeah, or um traumatized after an experience, you know, yeah, that's interesting, oh, I guess I didn't talk about how I got into this, right, 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 your journey to be a medius, so um. Audre Lorde is one of my favorite poets. Yes, God. <laughs> Besides a, a litany for survival, my other favorite work from her is um, Uses of the Erotic, mm-hmm. The Erotic is Power. It's an amazing essay yes. where she talks about the erotic, not just what we do in the bedroom, but mm-hmm. having a connection that's so deep and so sensual and so powerful mm-hmm. that it recharges you. because and creative energy as well. Exactly, because mm-hmm. we're dealing with energy sapping stuff on the daily but being able to engage in this thing that fills you with life Mm -hmm. is the erotic and we should strive for that in everything that we do um and 
that kind of really helped me open up sexual to this journey of sexual liberation. Okay. And in my last relationship, I was in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. And we started doing a little, but like when we were just just the two of us, Together, like monogamous, yeah. mm-hmm. we started doing like, you know, a little bondage, a yes. little um, role play, mm-hmm. flogging, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. And then I was like, I really like this. And got into it and then From started. There, never yeah, looked back. Rabbit hole. Just like, right. not looking back, like... um. I went to a workshop at Pleasure Chest, and then I started really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so don't be scared. This, yeah. you know, ask somebody. You never know who's going to be into it, or and go to workshops. Like go to things and, right. and learn about it. Don't just jump into it. Also, talk to your partner. Is yeah. there something that you want to do that? Right. They bring might it up because maybe they're like, you know what? That's funny because I was thinking about this thing actually, and maybe you can both explore it together. You know, and watch porn together. Yeah, so there might be something that you really like. Yeah, um, we're gonna take a picture of this bread that Renault he brought a whole bunch of products. He yeah. bought a is it a flogger or a flogger? Um, yeah, a flogger. <laughs> oh, I brought a flogger, which is made out of a it suede. Looks so fun. Um, he bought a massage candle. Mm-hmm. It melts um, into a massage oil. That ooh, you it can... smells really good. It's vanilla sandalwood. Mm-hmm. He bought some candles for wax play called "Make Me Melt." Yeah, you can. Yeah, you could just like um, light it and like use and the candles to to drip on them, and it's like yes, yes. you get to feel the heat, and it also dries on you, right? So it's like you can that... like peel it off or some shit. Yes, you could peel it or scratch it off, and like that. Yes, all I those think our generation likes that. Sensations. Take glue. Used to put glue, almost glue on it. Did you do that? or Was it my <laughs> no, dumbass glue? Used to no, put glue in our hands and let it dry and peel it off. Yeah, dumbasses. So imagine that. This is the adult version. Yeah. <laughs> it's adult fun. Um, I got some late black latex gloves. Ooh, I want to put the these black, on though. and lube them up Ooh, and bang some ass. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I also have a thing that I want to do. Kind of just put some gloves on and just Uh-oh. put my my fingers in someone's mouth. Um, Fair enough. I thought you were gonna say in the ass, and I was like, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, amen too. to that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the gloves are just so sexy. Yeah. Um, and I also have some silk rope. Oh, that um, I didn't see. I have this is like my fourth rope. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to the other three? Look. I have them. <laughs> okay, I have them. I just like like different thicknesses, different uh, materials, so um, different colors. Um, I thought this one was purple. They fooled me. Oh, because um, I have black already. Okay, and um, so I'm really into shibari, which is a Japanese rope play, which mm-hmm. like has really intricate designs. Mm-hmm. And um, the most intricate thing I've done so far is a chest harness where mm-hmm. I like tied Lord. a woman's like breasts mm-hmm. and made this really cool design. Cool. So I'm into there's that. something something for everybody oh, here. And here's a crop. This one is really interesting. It's good for impact play. It's spanking mm-hmm. and it give has... us a look. Do it into the mic. It's like a... yes. <laughs> and it sounds a lot harder than it is. It's like it has like two flaps that, is triggering that makes it way. sound really loud. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope my parents don't listen. <laughs> I, it's interesting. I've never used a crop before, but I'm really starting to like it. I prefer using floggers because it's like mm. a lot of wrist motion, and mm, I really yes. I've seen. I've only seen that. I watched um um a lip service interview with Venus Cuffs. 
and oh, yeah. she was um, doing an example. Parties. Her alleged parties are great. <clears throat> um, so flogging and flogging, I feel like it looks a little bit more painful than it. Like you can do a light little little something with that, but I think it looks intimidating to a lot of people because it's like, oh shit, you know. Also, the the weight of the thing, the weight of the flogger. Mm affects how it is this one is more stingy it's like Ooh. thinner um can you hear it um but there mm-hmm. are there are thicker ones Jesus. that are more thuddy and you have to be very careful so yeah. it's, you're not you're not trying to swing and hit yeah. someone you're just like again technique don't just do go it. into this doing whatever yeah so i actually went to a party and i met a guy who's been doing it for like 20 years and Damn, i was like that's a lot of flogging i was like uh He's like, no, this is what you do. This is how you do it. And like, he going ham. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> I was like, this is you got tricks, <laughs> right? Like, I am very interested in the crop. Cropper is a cropper. Cropper. Crop. It's a really, it's a really interesting lifestyle because I feel like also like kink is, um, yes. because I'm like very detail oriented <laughs> and analytic. <laughs> yeah. It's like helps me like oh I can plan out this whole intricate yes. thing and yeah sounds are a huge. Yes, Lord. Uh, positive trigger. <laughs> yeah, this is so fun. Yeah, I will say I like the feel of this in my hand, though. Right? It, no, it makes you feel powerful. Shit's about it? to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here, nigga. <laughs> see, I can see myself being, <laughs> being. Ooh, would you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I always like to ask black people this: Would you do race play if somebody was like rental? Let me set the scene. Okay. Set the scene, please. Somebody hit you up, slash in your DM, and it's like, you know what? I heard you on You Bugging Podcast, because uh-huh. um, I listen to it every week, um, and I love it. It's a great podcast. Um, and I heard you, and I heard that you like to give info about BDSM. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a white woman, and I think you would be perfect. I've always had this fantasy, and I'm trying to be liberated like you and Nubia sexually. Here's the scene. I want... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm just... It may mm-hmm. be a little weird, but what I want mm-hmm. um, is for you to act like. <laughs> act like what? What are you going to say? Like an escaped slave? What? Or something like that. And she's like, I'd be willing to pay you for this weekly. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not. I am personally not into race play. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not into that, but uh, <laughs> it depends. No. I'm dead. <laughs> no, um, I it's not something that I'm into. I just not, it just doesn't like appeal to me. But I know like people have done it for like cash and stuff, but it's like um. I, I would just feel like I feel so I, weird. Maybe <laughs> like I, I, mean, I have no idea because I haven't done it. But like, Ooh, I'm just like, wh- like there has to be a limit. What are you gonna say to me? You <laughs> like, know what the fuck she's gonna say if you escape slave? It ain't nothing nice. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm trying to say. But then my recourse. <laughs> but then again, right? It's a conversation. It's of a course. scene. So, yeah. like, you work all of that out. Right. So, you would know, she would know what you want to hear, what you absolutely cannot say. Yeah, but she it, it's say. still a hard pass for me at this moment. Perhaps that'll change, but I'm at this dead. moment, it's a hard pass. I would, but, and you know, ladies, there is a lot of money out there if you were willing to do that race shit, especially if you're a black woman and a white guy. 
Personally, I would not do a role play that has to do with race. If it was just a white guy who was like, would you like um, to dominate me for money? Of course. But it couldn't be race related. It would just have to be regular. I'm regular me. You uh-huh. regular you. The moment he tries to slip in, no, like you're not about to call me mammy here. Yeah. You're not about to suck my titties and act like a little slave child I'm taking care of or a little, you know, white people be doing weird shit. Um, <laughs> people got, anyway, there's a whole bunch of pics out there that y'all should just look up on no, your right. own that that's I'm not going to bring That's the other thing. There's a, literally and something for everybody and you don't have to do young. it all. Mm-hmm, that's right. If that's what you want. Race play though, I will. It's a hard, it's a hard no for me. Hard I will yes a little. I'm sorry. If it's racist, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But if, again, if you fine with it, you like it, I love it. Um, do your research. There's a lot of good stuff out there. And just with your body and sexuality in general, if you're comfortable with that. There's so much out there outside of BDSM or whatever. Yeah. Just do what feels good. Do what that feels someone good. else agrees <laughs> with. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's the main thing. Uh, making sure the person or people you're doing it with are also into it or also want to do it. Good consent. Besides that, live your life like it's golden. Word. So much pleasure out there to get. Yeah, and to get. Amen. On that note. Peace.